this is where the magic happens. Hi, I just got an Adobe Flash Player uh, pop up. I'm sure that's a great sign. I have Do Not Disturb <laughs> on my computer. Anyway, welcome. Adobe, <laughs> this is where the Adobe. magic happens. I mean, Ooh. I didn't know a Flash Player was still a thing. Right? I don't know what it's probably me about to get a virus on my computer. Is that your computer? Because you're traveling right now. Are we talking about you traveling or uh -huh. not? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We just can't say the big thing while I'm traveling. I had a travel the day after I found out when I had one day notice and um, very exciting stuff. I'm actually going to Sedona on Thursday, but I have big business in the works. Very excited. So excited. I can't believe I'm being so cool about it right now and not screaming and shrieking and going up. Yeah, you're being pretty, octaves. you're pretty, uh, you're pretty chill. You're pretty balanced, it seems like. And it's Mercury Thanks. retrograde and everything. And you're yep. still fucking yeah. chill, chill, Co colder than a witch's titty. Man, I also had these really good, it was it's all kind of crazy. And I can't tell details yet, but um, on the plane, which is horrifying horrifying to fly from Orlando to Phoenix, a terrifying, horrible thing. Um, everybody went to Disney World, apparently, all these people, not social distancing, not putting masks over their noses. Granted, keep in mind, like, I don't go in public. I haven't been in public in so long. I went to Trader Joe's one time in seven months. We get all of our groceries delivered. This is terrible. People need to do better. Uh, but we're on the plane and it's packed. All the middle seats are empty, but it's totally full and um the whole time i've been exhausted because i have a really big project that just fell in my lap and it's going to be a huge deal and i'm so excited about it. i can't wait to tell everybody about it because honestly our listeners of all people are going to fucking love it um but i've been exhausted i've been drinking too much with some loved ones recently not not days but i was and i'm on the plane and I, i'm like feeling fear in my gut and I'm like crippled by it. And I'm just like, this was wrong. This was wrong. We shouldn't have done this. This was wrong. This was wrong. And I could tell it was physical manifestation of my body, which is how you can tell the difference between fear and intuition, but it was still horrifying. It was awful. But then I also got a really nice download about um, summertime in New York. I'm not sure what that means, but apparently I'm going to be there and it's ugh, having sex with someone. So what, wow. Who knew that would happen huh. to me again I wonder, today? You'll, you'll be taking a trip with your Florida man up to New York city for the, for the no. Ryan. <laughs> no Florida man, no Florida man. I told my cousin that you keep making fun of me and tell me I'm going to get a Florida man. And everybody we would see should be like, how about that one? And of course they were all like shirtless, terrible tattoo, Trump sign in the yard nightmare. Yeah. The, um, well, it's interesting. I had a, um, well, what do we, so this comes out on the 14th of October and then I'll be I'll be traveling next week, heading back to the beautiful state of California that, um, I mean, you know, I haven't really been keeping up on what's going on in California um, the last, you know, month, just because I've been other places, but uh, I'm looking forward to going back, getting my ballot and dropping it off. There's literally a, a drop box like on my block. So it couldn't, oh. be, couldn't be easier for me to vote. So nice. I already uh, did it. I'm already done. Give me my nice. sticker. I never actually go to the polls. I always vote by mail. Never. Well, they give the you the polls. sticker in the mail too. Oh, they do. It's on the piece. I've of paper. never gotten it. No, it's not. Yeah, I've always had a sticker included with my ballot that you can just put on. It, it, they mail it with the ballot. So excited about democracy that I don't even know this is the fucking sticker. Yeah, that's I've never, very likely. 
I've never used the sticker. I don't think. Hmm. Um, no, I, I've never been a sticker guy. No, I mean, so can we started on Lisa Frank? Obviously, if Lisa Frank was doing an iBook, does Lisa Frank still make stickers? I have no idea. Um, the only reason I know Lisa Frank makes stickers is because you just said, does she still make stickers? Hmm. Do you know who Lisa Frank is? I really have no concept of Lisa Frank other than what a designer probably, I'm guessing, because you said iPhone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, she, she in the 80s, she made amazing trapper keepers and things. She made the trapper um, keepers? She made the art, like the crazy corn art and all the rainbow. Oh, I definitely she had trapper keepers. Purples hot pinks. She didn't make the Trapper Keeper, but she was an artiste of those tools that we used as children. So she is fucking phenomenal. I'm pretty sure I've done her chart and she's a Leo. She and Betsy Johnson, I think are both Leos. Leos I have been to my a moon. Betsy Johnson shop. Oh, love Betsy Johnson. I love her stuff. That's like, that's all I want to wear. I actually on the flight, I have a cat print set of luggage and I was wearing a cat print shirt and I was like, well, I guess I I'm that Florida woman. <laughs> yeah, you, well, see, the transition has begun. <laughs> yes. The transition has begun. There's no stopping it. You have a pet squirrel in your yard. Mm -hmm. You um, have cat print luggage. You mm -hmm. um, go into the yard shoeless, braless. You take trips to hat. Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yep, um, yep. There you go. <laughs> this is you're, you're so Florida. Like it, like Phoenix is basically just Florida. If Florida B. You know what I mean? It is. It's, it's just well, like I will parallel say, dimension Florida. I don't really know Phoenix. My first set of in-laws live here. So I came here for a holiday. I think it was Thanksgiving. I don't even know what the fuck holiday it was. Um, but they have like a lot of stores here. They love Phoenix to buy is, shit. Phoenix is a, is a millions and millions of people who go to malls. Mm -hmm. I mean, Phoenix is nothing but malls. And like strip no, malls, big malls in movie yeah. theater. Yeah, good food at least. Can't say no. There's some Florida. cool oh stuff. There is some cool stuff in Phoenix. I performed there a handful of times. But like the uh, in one a friend of mine who's an artist, Ryan Carey. I've got his artwork hanging on my walls. Would it be funny if you were like Ryan Kinger, and then you like show us some art? That I'm only friends with quote, people who Ryan Kinger made almost my identical name. <laughs> no, no, if it don't was even like exist. Your, that if, are my if it was like your secret life. Yeah, yeah. other personality. My cousin um, was making jokes. She's all this like mom boss. She's total Virgo, but she's got like, because this is her workspace that I'm in right now. And um, it was all this mom stuff behind me that she moved. And I was like, or people could think I have a double life and I have all these kids and like this perfect Gemini husband and these dogs. I would love a double life, honestly, at this point. It's fine. 2021 is bringing us all gifts. Well, I think COVID-19 has, uh, there's a comedian, uh, Chris Daniels, I believe his name is out of New York City, who I did a show with this past weekend, because I did live shows this past weekend. Yes. And, um, he had the funniest joke about, um, you know, who who COVID-19 has been hardest on. And it's those mm -hmm. people with uh, those people leaving, leading two separate lives who have two families. Secret <laughs> families. That's a good joke. And he goes, you know, they just, uh, you know, because of everybody losing their job, they just, you know, they just had to introduce them all on a Zoom call. And it's just the idea of like two families who don't know each other meeting on a Zoom call. Uh, it was really funny. But yeah, I finally did live shows. Thank you to um, the listeners who came out. There were a few listeners there. Um, I got a couple gifts. Um, it's funny because um, I got some Reiki oil, uh, meditation oil 
uh, mm-hmm. from Chantel from Cincinnati who you want a reading from or want a reading from because no. we read her review. So she was. Yes, I, re- I remembered her review as you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, she, um, I met her and her partner and that was great. And nice. you know, I got a gift and then I got a gift from someone else um, that was, um, yeah, something different. But, um, and then, yeah, so there was like, I think there was a handful of people who came out who listened. So that was really cool. Um, thank you everybody for coming out that I, I had, I, I thought it was February was it? last time I had done a live show. I think it was, but it was January. The last time I did like headlining shows. So, I thought you were going to say, I thought it was February. I keep thinking, I said to somebody, I was like, well, ever since the sun went into Leo, I was like, I didn't know they were Leo. And they're like, we're in Libra. And I, and I was like, well, time is not real. And we're almost into Scorpio now. It Time is over. Time is canceled. Oh, we're in Libra right now. Mm-hmm. I not guess it Leo, is. Very the, far from it's, me. it's the middle of October. <sighs> yep. How sure could is. you forget that it's Halloween month? Oh, that's the most fucked up shit of all time. It's because I'm not where there's any fall. <laughs> the most, the and in most Florida... fucked up shit of all time. <laughs> okay, so on the list of also, the most I had fucked up things of all time. One of my weekly Halloween parties because of my business ventures. I had to cancel one of my Saturday. Well, see, that's Halloween a really parties. grown up thing to do. Thanks, Ryan. I do them sometimes. That's a very responsible <laughs> grown-up thing to do. Oh my goodness. I know. We'll just have to add one in on, in November. We'll have to have an extra Halloween Saturday in November. But we did have people who eat people. It went very well. I let my brother host it. That was a mistake. But I did show up with multiple tiki mugs and mixes and basically the party. And he ordered food for everyone. Is fine in Florida, they don't seem to know that you should change the oil that you fry foods in. So, like the french fries taste rancid, it's seasoning, the oil becomes seasoned. No, Ryan, that's disgusting and wrong. It is so how often are you supposed to change it because that's like a really that's a waste of I mean, because disposing of oil is not easy. I don't know, I really don't know, but um, because you're not supposed to put oil down your pipes, you don't do that's a big no no. I don't know how you get rid of it. You just put it in jars and store it underneath your sink until there's too many of them. You got to witch jar up some oils, all your rancid oil. Oh, that would be a good bowl. I got to look into that. Um, Yeah, I I have eating out in Florida because there's just nothing. Speaking of oils, this gave me an idea. Could you use, you know, those, um, what are those called? Clearasil or whatever? You know, those like little circular like face wash patches? You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. now, they probably still have them. Yeah. Uh, you could probably use those to like scrub your, you know, your body's oils and even skin particles um, mm-hmm. off of your face and put them into a jar, couldn't you? Maybe. I mean, you could also just like cut your hair and nails and put them in the jar, not deal with stuff that's almost impossible to remove, but, or to collect rather, I guess you can remove it. Pretty what if you popped right. a bunch of blackheads and oh my god, I got targeted, and then just put those in? I don't know. I don't have blackheads, thank you. But I did just read this crazy fucking pimple pop, Doctor Pimple Popper, which I've never brought myself to watch because I already had a Taurus partner who I had to do that stuff to. Guys, in secrets, I'm going to tell you the most fucked up shit stuff you'll never see on Pimple Popper. That's why I don't watch it because I already lived the fucking heightened craziest version of it. Oh my god, which reminds me of Lovecraft Country. So many Still listeners seen reached it. out. Still Right, it's so good. Oh, I only got to watch the last episode one time because I had to hop on a plane and risk COVID. Uh, but I'm going to wait till season two's. I'm going to watch it again. 
Ryan, season two is not going to be for like at least a year. I know. I can't. I don't. Um, I don't have the patience to wait that long between seasons. I cannot stand how much I love this show. I am fucked up over Lovecraft Country. Oh my god, the fact that they would make this right before the Black Lives Matter movement totally blasts off. I mean, there are no coincidences. You guys know that. Well, I'm totally into Utopia, which is an Amazon show with John Cusack, um, which is really, really, really awesome. And then I, I binged two seasons of Cobra Kai on Netflix, which is the oh, TV series based on the Cobra Kai dojo from Karate Kid. Yep. It is, it is, it is good. It's good Have you stuff. ever seen, I'm going to watch it. There's a lot to watch right now and I have to read a lot. And I didn't even bring a book because I have so much work to do that I was like, fuck books. Books are on hold right now. Not really fuck books. Books are amazing. Everyone should be reading them. Um, but did you ever see the John Cusack movie where he's an one-armed art dealer and he befriends Hitler before Hitler is Hitler when Hitler's just like a little creep on a soapbox shouting at strangers? Have you ever seen this movie? No, I've never even heard of it. You of all people would love it i'm not even sure why i feel that way i just know it um he's an art dealer and you know how hitler's like uh was this little like grungy failed artist also uh i just read the most disturbing rolled doll quote today because i had read other ones where he admits to being anti-semite he calls hitler a stinker and basically says he had the right idea and flat out says jewish people are awful to people who aren't jews and fuck them and it, it's a horrible quote that Rob Bresney, my favorite, my most favorite astrologer of all time shared. And everybody subscribe to Rob Bresney's email because I send you your horoscope all the time. Whenever I send you your horoscope, it's it's his version oh, of it. Yeah, but he said he will no longer quote, and you put a, in Sagittarius's horoscope, all these authors, and I'm reading it and I was like, oh my God, because they're fucking bigots. Um, but then I followed the link that he also provided in the horoscope to read these quotes from these authors, already knowing what a lot of them had said, but the Roald Dahl one was totally new to me. Anyway, this John Cusack movie, there's a line where Hitler's like, everything's fucked up. He doesn't quite hate Jews yet. Like, I don't think there's any of that. It's just like the, how Hitler became Hitler. And he's just ranting about how the world doesn't get him or his vision or his art. And John Cusack's like walking out of the shop or wherever they were, bar, I don't, I don't think it's bar, but he looks over his shoulder and he goes, come on, Hitler, I'll buy you a lemonade. Come on, Hitler, I'll buy you a lemonade. <laughs> it is so good. And it's a sincere film. It's not supposed to be funny. Which reminds me of probably one of the best films I've seen in a long time. Hunt for the Tell Wilder us. People. Oh, I love that title. What is it? It's, um, gosh, what's the, speaking of, you know, speaking of Hitler, he played Hitler in the movie. He made um, uh, Jojo Rabbit. It's the guy who made Jojo Rabbit. Um, oh, Taki, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, it's, it's, um, He's got a beautiful fucking crazy name and I love it. And I can never remember it. And He's what we do in the shadows, right? Exactly. Didn't he make yeah. that, the movie? And he also did, I think, um, the Thor Ragnarok. That's why Thor Ragnarok was so funny. I have to watch that now. Yeah, Didn't I can't believe. It. I mean, I'm telling you, it is Thor Ragnarok is the best comedy that the best comedy that's been released in like five years at least. Wow. There's no movie that's better than funnier than Thor Ragnarok. According, I'll give it a shot. And I mean, granted, I haven't seen every comedy that's been released, but you know, me and my comedian friends, it's unanimous amongst us that there's not a wow. or Ragnarok. But um, I feel like this up. anyway, the you 
it would probably be beneficial for you to understand the other movies before you watch Thor Ragnarok because it is a mm-hmm. a sequence of movies. So I don't know if you've seen the ones that come before it or not, but I mean, you'd still enjoy it even if you didn't, but it's nice to have some is context. It, it's the Thor movies? Yeah, it's, the, it's one of the Avenger movies, Thor Ragnarok. Wow, I, this is very- Anyway, not... it was, this movie is amazing. I'll um, watch it. I love it, him. But it, the thing about this movie that's so amazing is it's hilarious, but it's also very touching and sincere and mm-hmm. hilarious and like it, like it. It's gorgeous. It's filmed in the uh, in the bush of New Zealand. Ooh, oh, the bush it's, of New Zealand. It's really, it's really incredible film. I anyway, can't wait like to I travel. got done watching it, and then I saw that because mm-hmm. I did see that he was in it. He always does. He's like, uh, he's in all of his movies. And I didn't realize he'd made this movie. He, mm-hmm. he wrote and directed it. And it was an adaptation from a previous piece of writing. And when his name came up at the end, I was just like, just laying it on. I was, I was just like, nobody's better than you. I just started like. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people had problems with Jojo Rabbit because for starters, the girl who plays the girl is not Jewish, but it, I mean, I'm willing to forgive that. She's amazing. Um, but then also they said that it, it made fun of what Hitler did and that movie punched me in the gut and like, I could never breathe again. I was so fucked up over Jojo rabbit. I do not think it made fun of that. I was just like, how did, and maybe those people just didn't get it. I don't understand. I don't, I thought it was well, when you make so something powerful, such, I mean, I would argue that is very high level satire. So, yes. and when you're do when you do something like that, there's going to be people who don't get it. And there's nothing you yeah. can do. Just like every comedian on stage ha- can tell you, there's throughout the history of time, there's people who don't understand jokes. Yeah. Um, or at least they don't understand the intention of the joke from where the performer's coming from. And that's why people get offended at comedy all the time, even when it's not offensive. Yep. Um, yep. That's not to say that there isn't offensive comedy or whatever, but I mean, it's all subjective anyway. So it, it, anyway. it's an impossible yeah debate you're totally right you're totally right and that's the thing is we all get to have a brain and decide what we like and blah blah blah, unless you're you know some kind of you want to be king of everything and shut down all the brains which good luck with that motherfucker (laughs) i Um, want to be king of everything now shut down your brains (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny power down power down when i give me soda um, give me soda give me soda when i was Give me me burgers. Give me burgers and soda. Give me a PlayStation. Give me soda and burgers. That's what it sounds like when your brain shut down. So maybe my brain brain might actually be shut down. My brain. I cannot believe all the people who went to Disney during a pandemic. I still cannot fucking believe. Anyway, before I got on the plane, when I was like, um, I can't travel. I can't travel. And then immediately, because I didn't have the gut, the fear thing. I, but I was like, this, I was overriding it. I couldn't, I was trying to let my intuition come in, which is always tricky for all of us. And I was like, why can't I travel? And my body was like, you can't leave your cats. And I thought, oh my God, I am so close to becoming a shut-in. That was really why my, my alarms were going off. I can't yeah, leave the chemical, my cats. The chemical process of the cat brainwashing or whatever, you know what that's called, mm-hmm. probably, right? Toxoplasmosis. I Google it all the time. You definitely have it. You definitely. I do have not have it. Toxoplasmosis. You definitely I mean, I could. It. But here's the thing. Well, my sex drive. Well, no, it comes back. But your sex drive totally does. But mine, I know, is why Lilith and all that other stuff was working with me because it has to. It don't Combat worry. Combat the it's toxoplasmosis. Already, it, 
Lilith has already given me like teenage brain again, so I'm fine. But like, I'm like, it's awful kind of, cause I'm not, what do you do when you have hormones and raging hormones and all that? What do you do when you're locked down and there's absolutely no one you're even remotely interested in? What absolutely. do you do? Absolutely. It sounded like obsolete and absolutely like, like it was options are, are ob- obsolete. The, it is interesting. I had a uh, moment where, um, I don't know if I would, how I would classify this. Um, I'd classify it as like a deeply intuitive, uh, moment where I totally understood what someone was thinking without them saying anything or even doing anything that's next level Uh, empath Mm -hmm. and like in the past i would have like you know just kind of been like oh that's interesting i'm just in my head but then you know i actually did things because of it um Mm -hmm. and then later found out that i was 100 percent accurate in what i had thought was going on and had done in the moment, I, I don't want to say like, it's like a, it almost feels like it's kind of some kind of cheat code or superpower that you can use to, you know, make moments better in life. Yeah. Um, and that's what I feel like I used it for to kind Ooh. of get um, a situation back into, um, I don't know, like, let's just say it's like, I, you know, I, I made an active choice that changed the timeline. Good. That's great. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, I was in nature when it happened and, uh, I was in nature when it happened. So, you know, I was, I don't know why I said it like that. I was in nature. Of course you're connected to everything, but, um, it is pretty, it was a very distinct sensation and, and feeling and emotion that I think is, uh, very distinguishable from Mm -hmm. just guesswork about, doing things yeah um and that was by far the the strongest i've ever felt it in my entire life at least that wow. I was aware of at least that i was aware of it when it came to then you know then spurring me on to some kind of action mm-hmm. that's great that's yeah. really so great. that was that was that's really also, exciting i tell people this all the time if you can't meditate just go into nature. Don't listen to a podcast. Not great for us, but um, listen to the podcast later. Um, try not to listen to music that has lyrics or if it's music with lyrics, just listen to music you've heard of a million times and know all the words too, so that you're not focused on what they're saying. And boom, downloads galore in nature. Your guides, they love it. Also right now in October, keep paying attention to what dreams you're having because right now the veil is so thin. You're getting messages. You're seeing deceased loved ones. They're coming in so easily. I had a dream that I was karate fighting Daniel LaRusso. Well, no, it's it, probably no. a prophetic dream. <laughs> That's because I binged Cobra Kai, uh, which is like eight episodes in like, I don't know, three days. Um, Isn't was, Elizabeth Shue going to be on it soon? I, love um, her. I don't know, but they teased her at the end of uh, yep. you know, They teased her a little bit. I mean, she's one of the main characters in the movie Karate Kid, and almost every character from Karate Kid mm-hmm. has made a cameo of some kind. So you Good. You hope it's a matter of time, but you don't. You don't know what will happen. John Stewart told this story about how when he was first becoming famous and like he was hosting a show. I feel like it was something on MTV. I'm almost positive it was MTV, and he was hosting the show. She was a guest. 
he goes, she's flirting with him on the show. And he's like, whoa, Elizabeth, she's in love with me. And he goes back to her dressing room to like officially hit on her. And her boyfriend is there and she introduces him. And he was like, oh, she broke my heart. And it was so sweet. And I love that she's got this femme fatale. Because, you know, also in Karate Kid, I always wondered if they cast her and then she, her body developed. Because next to Ralph Macchio, she is a full-fledged fucking woman in that movie. And he's like this little boy. Well, typically, at least in the past, it always seemed that, you know, uh, women developed before men. Yeah, for sure. And maybe this was just them being like, um, why would we make this look appropriate? We're Hollywood. You know, who knows? But it's like, she is like DTF, like her body is. She is gorgeous, fully blossomed. And I know that this is also um, the roots of, of much believed root of misogyny is many misogynists saw women develop and become women and they were still boys and they had not hit puberty. So then they immediately started hitting women and makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, you like, don't get to grow. you don't get to become an adult before me. You don't be every time, every time a dude focuses on a woman negatively. I'm like, what's wrong with your dick? Like my go-to and dudes doing that. FYI, we all think that every single woman after, you know, dealing with fucking everything in this world that we get to deal with, we immediately think like, okay, so either he, anyway, I'm not going to talk. You guys know what dicks do wrong and what they do right. So we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, there seems to be, you know, a, a real, a real thread there. Yep. Uh, and real live. Yeah, I mean or it is it is wild, but I don't know. I don't know. So I have no idea if she's going to show up or or whatever. I hope but, so. I like her. But I think season three comes out, and someone told me yesterday that it comes out in January. And I hope they're not lying to me because if they're lying to me, I don't know what I'll do. Um, I'm you know, so excited for season three. Here's the pitch: Adventures in Babysitting, the musical. Wouldn't that uh, be amazing? I think seven of you would watch it, and. I'm not Ryan, no, the Broadway show. I don't mean like TV later after it's, you know, the next Hamilton. Um, do you know I, something? I'm going to tell you guys something horrible. Well, let's take oh a quick God. break before you do that. All let's right. It's horrible. You're all going to come for me. Okay. So you're going to tell us something horrible. Mm -hmm. I don't ever talk about this. And I, I know for this reason, I don't talk about it. I don't care for even a little bit, the musical Hamilton. And I was a musical theater major and I fucking love musicals. I do not understand the appeal of Hamilton. It's just a bunch of no spoilers, no spoilers. No, 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 right. It's history. I'm not going to spoil history for you. Um, why? Okay. So I, I finally watched it. Cause also I, I always hung out with that group of Lin-Manuel people. And my friend Javi is Javier is always Lin's understudy and everything. Then Javi was on Broadway as the lead of Hamilton. Um, like, Lynn is sweet. He has flirted with me a couple times or, you know, but very nicely for a Capricorn, honestly, because sometimes they come on real fucking creepy. Never like that. Um, love him. Happy for his success. I love the weird musical he wrote for the, it's in an NPR episode about kids are telling the truth or something. It's really lovely. Um, in the Heights, I saw the original cast or what, you know, whatever that was. Anyway, why is that show about him and not his wife? It should be her story. And that's I not no me. Like, you, I no I'm an angry feminist. 
the show Hamilton. She oh, oh. she had a better point of view. I mean, like, also, dude, you fucked this woman, and then you can't be president because you released this weird, prideful Capricorn fucking bullshit thing. Like, stupid. are you spoiling? Are you giving away spoilers? Kind of. You, if you haven't seen Hamilton by now, you're never gonna watch it, Ryan. It just got released on Disney Plus. Oh my god. Please watch it so we can talk about it. And you guys, don't come at me. Don't tell me how I can like it. I don't give a fuck. I already tried, okay? Don't like it. The music feels like, and I'm not ripping on Lynn. I understand he saw something in it. The, I'm clearly wrong here. The masses love it. Therefore, it's real and it's glorious. I absolutely believe that. It's just not for me at all. I saw it in London with my family and I had to pretend I loved it because my aunt took us and it was so sweet and everybody was just like, and I knew I already didn't like excess into music. But yeah, I'm just not a fan. Just, uh, my, list musicals, my list of musicals that I need to see live, if I had to make a top two list, it would be this, um, The Book of Mormon and then Hamilton. <gasps> the Book of Mormon, The Book of Mormon. Check this shit out. Okay, you know how I'm a master manifester and a darling of the universe? Here's proof. I went to see Book of Mormon. I, I don't even know how. I, I went one time to play the lottery. This dude I went to high school with, I'm pretty sure he still does this. His name is Chris Catalano. He and I were in Jesus Christ Superstar together. Chris is like, he's on an AT. I was watching an AT. I was watching TV with my ex just recently in LA. Last time I dated somebody. So years ago, who knows when that was. And Chris comes on. I was like, that guy used to call me bitch behind my back because I wouldn't date him. And now he's in an AT&T commercial. Anyway, he, we're fine now because I don't know if he had any hand in this. I don't know. Anyway, I go to play the lottery and he's the lottery guy for Book of Mormon. He has a Twitter. He has like tried to build a following and he's very funny. He is a talented dude. Um, but I was with my gay boyfriend at the time and I wasn't going to cheat on my gay boyfriend with Chris. So didn't know he was gay at the time. So I go play the lottery for the Book of Mormon tickets. I lose, but Chris and I reconnect and I'm there, I think with my mom. I go again. The next time I go is with my the Aries I kept getting back together with mistakenly. And this was the one time I let him come to New York to visit me. And we were not, we were over not long after. And then I remarried right away. So um, he goes with me to lottery. Again, Chris is super cool. Then I get an email. I won the grand prize. There's a box you could check on the tickets. Now I've played the lottery two times. Anybody who knows anything about these fucking musical letters, you play them, you pay like $70 for the ticket. Um, if you win and it's usually standing room or the front row or some shitty spot that nobody really wants that badly, but it's nice. They give these lottery tickets away. I, do, I don't know what they get out of it. Um, this was a grand lottery. So they pulled winners from the pile they kept they just kept saving all the the tickets that didn't get picked keep in mind i had two in there out of probably like i don't know a kajillion who knows so i get an email they have a book of mormon day the entire theater is winners for free this show is like a multi-million dollar show it was the original cast of book of mormon I was allowed to bring a friend. I brought my friend, Lizzie, who's a yoga instructor, the one of the yoga instructors of New York City. She's amazing. She's Aquarius. I love her so much. We're going to do retreats together soon in Greece. So you guys get, get yoga woo with us soon. Um, 
she and I, they just line you up around the block at, at Broadway, at Broadway, at the theater. So we're all lined up. Somebody comes down, they check your ID, they stamp you, they give you a book, a bag of swag that says Book of Mormon on it. Amazing. You just go in and sit wherever you want. The whole theater's open. And the whole time we had um, balcony, which is always my favorite to sit in the front row of the balcony. With the balcony, the creators, the South Park guys and Robert Rodriguez come out and it was crazy. They just stood on stage and they said very quickly, just like they were normal dudes. And they go, yeah, we always see you guys lined up outside and we love how much you love the show. So we just wanted to give you a show for free. So have fun. Thanks. The show starts. This is right after I have divorced my Mormon husband and been totally like, fuck this, all of this. From the very beginning, it felt like I was in love. Beginning to end of the show, I was overwhelmed with the most amazing feeling. And I know that lots of people probably have this feeling for Hamilton and great. We should all have a thing, a creation that a creative has made to give us that feeling. It was the most amazing show. And then I saw the tour of it when it came through Salt Lake and it, it was just, well, it wasn't just as good. It wasn't the original cast. The original cast was perfection. It was still so fucking good. But can you believe I won that? I, 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 mean, yes. I can't believe I didn't know right? that. I, I feel like um, I would have known that by now, but um, yeah. Uh, I, these, of the universe these seats, right? These seats were like, $270 a ticket that I won. That seats That's that crazy. Sat in. I wouldn't even pay that for a, uh, uh, a Fernando Tatis Jr. rookie autograph baseball. I'm back into baseball cards hard. I have, Oh no, I have fallen into, um, in the last week and a half. <laughs> um, I picture I've fallen into, and I picture the vat of money that Scrooge McDuck swims in and ducktails, but it's, a baseball it's just cards. all baseball cards. <laughs> so I'm, I go to my old, there was a baseball card shop here in Dayton, Ohio called Mavericks. And when I was a kid, a latchkey kid, after school, me and my buddies would ride our bikes all the way out to Mavericks, which on your bike back then probably took us half an hour. Aww. And we would, you know, scrounge together as much money as we could by recycling like Coke bottles and things like that, right? Saving up our allowance or work money if we got any money for doing chores and stuff. And we would try to buy uh, baseball cards and, you know, all the really good baseball cards are obviously more expensive. So we'd have to save up money to try to get good cards. Right. Yeah. And, and it, this store it's was nothing but baseball cards back in the day. And you go in there and it's heaven. You know, you're saying like from the minute uh, Book of Mormon started, you were in love. The minute I walk into a baseball card shop, I am in that state of euphoria. Right. And ever, uh, ever since I was a kid, and we would go in there and try to sell cards to the shop. And they'd always ask like, and then there was this other shop in town called the bookie parlor, Hal Blevins. I still remember the guy's name used to run it. And I'll never forget this guy. Cause you'd walk in there. He, he bought more cards than Mavericks did. He would buy his store was a little bigger and I'd walk in there and I'd try to sell some good baseball cards to make some money to buy other baseball cards that I wanted. And he had a frog and he was one of those guys with a frog in his throat. And so, <gasps> so like I, I take in some good cards one day and I'm going to sell them. And he goes, are these hot? And I was like, I was like, well, I can check the Beckett uh, price guide, which is like a magazine that tells you the value of cards. And I go to see if it's going up. He goes, no, are they hot? Are they stolen, kid? <laughs> 
And I was like, no, I don't steal baseball cards. He goes, oh, you're like, I'm a cancer. And he's like, let me take a look at it. And then so he'd buy cards or trade you, give you store credit and things like that. Anyway, so I go get a milkshake at this place called United Dairy Farmers, UDF. And if you live in the Midwest in Ohio, you know about this place. The milk, the malts, people love the malts. I'm a, I'm a shake guy, but I had a malt the other day because I was like, I got to do it. The malt was extremely good. In that same parking lot is Mavericks, right? And I see, because I was like, there's no way this store is open 30 years later. There's no way. And because baseball cards died and all that shit, right? And I, I go in there. It's mostly like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and comic mm -hmm. books now, but there's a little bit of sports cards now. It's not much. And I just start buying boxes of baseball cards. Oh, yeah. Uh, from like 1989, 1990. And they're only like 20 bucks each because these cards have no value because I just had the unfortunate. I was born at the most unfortunate time when it came to being a kid who was into baseball cards. Because Already not a Leo. They then. over. Yeah, exactly. And then they overproduced in the 80s and 90s. They overproduced baseball cards. So they don't have nearly as much value as the 70s and and and, and then later cards. Because it turns out I go in there and I'm just reignited for my passion for baseball cards. And I'm trying to think of all the cards I have back in my apartment that I can't access right now. <laughs> I'm like, I've got money. And then, so I asked the guy, I was like, can I get, uh, don't you guys wear your, I want boxes of modern day cards. And the guy looks at me and he goes, I got to tell you, man, um, the guy who knows about all that stuff isn't working today, but I can tell you this. You, we can't keep baseball cards on the shelves anymore. And I go, what, what are you talking about? Baseball cards are dead. And he goes, not since COVID-19. Ever since uh, quarantine and everything hit, baseball cards have exploded in a way that they've never previously been. Whoa. Right? And so now I'm like, okay, I have to make this happen. I am going to <laughs> manifest myself into, because there are modern day cards that are only a year or two old that if I pull them out of a pack, it's called pack hunting. They're worth like two grand, right? And so... I now am, I've been on eBay for about six days. Holy shit. Just in, you know, trying to do that last second bid to get things. And I'm always getting beat out, uh, which is probably good because I really don't have that much money. But so now I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to focus uh, my manifestation into manifesting some hits right wow Cause, cause you're inspiring me i want i want some lisa frank now let's both this is the same as um, now buying baseball cards like this in the way that i do it the way i was collected it's the same as buying stocks these are investments they're not just like fun things right like they they increase in value sure, over time Ryan. if you're lucky <laughs> so, but tomorrow the day this releases the day this releases on the 14th they have a new release day so cards that have never been released are on the shelves tomorrow. So I need everybody listening. I want to try to do an experiment here, a group experiment. Ooh. If everybody listening can just lend me a little bit of their juice, just for a Aww. moment, just for a moment, think, get some cards. Because Walmart, uh, Target, uh, Meyer, which is a Midwestern retail store that's also a grocery place, everywhere, everywhere in the country, all the baseball cards are sold out. You can never get them. So tomorrow they, they, release, they release new ones tomorrow and I'm, and I have to work for my brother-in-law building this house. So I'm going to sneak away at lunch and try to get some cards. 
This is so, this is so, everybody must be shopping right now because there are these teeny tiny pink light up Christmas trees that my mom and I are trying to get right now. Mr. Christmas, I didn't know about these. Then I saw it and I was like, must have that. They're like Cabbage Patch Kids. Now, some of you, the younger listeners don't know what that means, but or maybe you do not firsthand. That's for sure. Some we Christmases. About, ruined. We talked about Cabbage Patch Kids before, right? How I made my own. I don't know. Oh my God. We probably did because I bought ones that the craft women made at the weird little craft hut in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. I almost got, they uh, were I got busted a, looking. I got a lot of trouble in school for creating, drawing and selling my own version of cabbage patch kids called um, garbage oh, no. pail kids. Wait, no garbage pail kids were a real thing. Those were real, right? Um, I made, really? um, no, I made uh, Ryan is senile. No, I made toilet bowl <laughs> kids. I called mine toilet bowl kids. Oh my God. Do you know what I got trouble for? I was drawing pictures of people pooping and peeing and leaving them everywhere on the bus and people were finding them and it was a huge scandal. But well, it not, was not so different from what I was doing. Because no. if you remember Garbage Pail Kids. Look at us now, successful podcasters who were pervert children. Like I, one of my Go Garbage ahead. Kids was called um, Pee Wee Herman <laughs> and it was a stream of urine going into a toilet with a face on it. Oh, God, I can't believe um, this is a, one of our bonds. I made this is another exactly what one. I was drawing called jailbird which was just a giant bird like stuck behind bars in jail mm -hmm. and i would cut out the uh you know cereal box cardboard mm -hmm. and then glue the drawing onto that and color it and, and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff but and uh i almost i got in a lot of trouble for selling those at school but so like i've always been into collectibles and and i'm also binging pawn stars which is probably contributing yeah still this. you were binging it last time we recorded it's my grounding it's my grounding it's i have a fun story to tell you about Remember that thing I was going to bleed on? Patrons know because I talked about it. Um, also, oh, yeah, just what's going record, on? I have no update on Oh, that. yeah, I'll tell you about it. Um, also, my thing that I got to before, I wasn't selling them. I should have probably been doing that, but I was um, like notorious, I guess, for this. I think the picture that I got in the most trouble for, like when they when the principal finally came on the school bus and held up the picture of all the pictures I'd been leaving everywhere, this was the one. It was a naked man and a naked woman. And by the way, you guys, I was an amazing artist as a child. A naked, well, I mean, it still looked like a child made it, but you could tell like, that's a man, that's a woman. They were running towards each other with their arms out, naked, poop shooting out of their butts. <laughs> <laughs> and the principal held it up. Nobody told on me. I was getting like, ready to please say, don't stop making oh, this these. Is a beautiful picture of you know two people in love and then the person <laughs> you know, that's like, so that, what that's does that like say the about the, level. my that's parents level yeah for so that's real next level love if you can run poop to each other mm -hmm. i've learned now uh, feedback during breakups i'm supposed to stop peeing and pooping in front of partners and whatever i did stop anyway it doesn't matter i also don't care well, i can't care the thing about that is you know it's feminine mistake I I, <laughs> I I never understand don't, why it matters. I don't either. And I honestly don't poop in front of them, but then sometimes they'll be, you know, when you live with somebody enough. What are you like supposed to do? Give yourself something. a mm -hmm. you're supposed to give yourself poison. You're supposed to poison yourself Thank by keeping you. it in your body. Exactly. I mean, there's you know, that's a serious condition. If you mm -hmm. patient is no joke, especially when it goes oh, on yep. for days. Agreed. Well, yeah. let me tell you about this septic thing. Poisoning, so this, right? Isn't it called sep, sep, yep. septic? Um, I think it's called subject poisoning. Yeah. So this, um, I'm just going to tell you guys what I've been up to because at this point, the magic's already working. It doesn't matter. Are we sure? 
Yeah, I think so. Also, like, I don't care. I just want to see if I can create doubt. Now, are you 100% positive? Uh, (laughs) My intuition says it's okay. But then I feel the the feeling in my stomach. That's how you could tell. If there's a feeling in your gut that feels like sick, that's related to your body, that's when it's fear and not intuition. Anyway, it's all in my psychic development course. Please buy it. It's great. Um, But so there is... uh, there's just some stuff in Casadega that you can live in. And it's kind of amazing. Lots of it is, um, there are two options right now on the table and people are going back and forth with some of them in Casadega. As many of you know, is a spiritualist camp where psychics live and there's lots of cool stuff. There's some kind of fucking portal vortex shit going on there for sure. Anyway, I love it. And I have big dreams and aspirations that connect to Casadega. And I've, I've, this is a download. I don't really want to live in fucking Florida ever, but I'm but currently attached. Not, it's not Florida. It's not. It's a magical freaking place. So there's a house that um, I, I don't care. I'm fucking telling you guys. I don't fucking care. Because even if it doesn't work out, it's because it wasn't meant to be. And the magic is done. The magic's already working or it's not working. If I belong in this house, it's mine. That's all there is to it. So a man died in it. And I did some Googling about him. And I conjured him and I asked him to help me. His issue is that I'm not, I love how the whole podcast we talk about fucking baseball card stickers. Now I'm like, here's some mediumship and psychic stuff. So his issue is that I won't be living in the house all the time. And at the time I told him I'd be airbnb it and doing retreats and stuff. Well, now I'm realizing I might not need to do that. And um, whatever, I'm just like, I want this house. And did some stuff, pulled him in. Um, there was stuff coming in about a little girl and I thought, and my psychic friend thought who was getting downloads about it. She thought that the woman trying to buy it had a little girl. There's a little girl ghost in the house. So I learned a lot of stuff recently. I would go stock this house. I've done some stuff with this house. It's black cats climbing literally all over the house. Um, just so much magic. I saw a firefly in a bush. But then I was like, oh, wait, that was not a firefly, which was really cool. Um, saw a lot of stuff. Saw my mom got a picture of an orb. I'll put it, I'll put the orb picture in our Patreon, actually, because it's a really cool orb. One of the brightest, freaking crazy, most aggressive orbs I've ever seen in my life. This house called to me. I didn't even go looking for this house. So we'll see. It is most likely my house. There's a very good chance you will be able to come rent a room in Casadega and have a big, weird journey retreat with me there someday. It'll be very fun. Um, also don't care, got other things to worry about, not not super attached right now, which is helping all that work. But um, I'm creeping around the house with my mother for the second time now. And we go at dusk, because that is, for any of you wanting to contact the dead, that is a good time to do so. And I feel him come through. He's He's in and out pretty easily. And I thought he was a spiritualist. And I thought I had seen him. I thought I knew him from the camp. But then this woman who lives uh, right next door, she's kind of walking around getting a feel for us. And of course, I'm just like, hi, who are you? I, I might live here. Blah, blah, blah. And um, we start talking. She is a psychic medium. She's awesome. All the cats come stand behind her. And I was like, I want to be friends with you. (laughs) This is my neighbor. Um, Really cool person. She loves me. She gave me all the dirt on what's been going on with this house, why it's tied up. But I also think that the timing, my guides are so good. I'm just like, whatever will be, will be. But 
she told me the guy who lived in it, this was so cool. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm so sorry guys that I didn't say this from the beginning. So we're staying outside the house and I've really been tapping into, um, my smelling, my psych, my Claire, whatever one that is. Claire, I couldn't remember it last week either. Didn't even bother looking up. Claire Gustin, Claire Aliens, can't remember which one it is. I think it's Claire Gustin. Um, August, yeah. Anyway, so I'm standing outside the house. I smell the grossest thing. No exaggeration. I smell a lot of stuff. And I have a really good memory for, for scent. The grossest scent, odor I've ever smelled in my life. And I'm standing in this very particular spot outside the house. And my mom is there and I said, and she has a very heightened sense of smell. She actually has the same Claire. And I said, do you smell this? And she goes, no. And I'm standing there and I said, it's not real. This is a Claire. I'm getting a download about some fucking odor in this house. And I can always smell mice very easily. And at first I was like, is it like that? Is it like a dead mouse? And it smelled like human ass rotting and dead but full of shit and sorry that's what it smelled like and it's, i just looked it up, by the way. never it's, forget it is claire aliens so it's claire aliens you're right claire aliens okay that one's easier to say good i like that's a prettier one it's in my psychic development course and i say it right so um, you smell but uh, like human but i smell rotting shitty human it was so gross moments later my potentially future neighbor psychic medium fucking phenomenal. Such a fun discussion we had. She starts talking to me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm a psychic medium too. And, and I wish I'd told her now I don't want to work in the camp because there's weird politics going on. There's a lot. Casadega has a shit load of stuff going on. What a surprise. Um, which is fun. I really need to write a show about Casadega, like, or it just needs its own reality show, but that's something for maybe another time. Um, so don't steal from me, motherfuckers. I'll witchcraft you. Anyway, um, so she she tells me, she says to me, um, there's an odor in the house. And she's, and I knew he died in the house. I just knew that downloading, you know? And she goes, they put a vat of charcoal right where he died. Like, so when you walk in, you can see that there's like a thing there to remove stench, but the stench isn't gone. I was like, I don't care about that but I wasn't thinking about the horrible stench that I tried to get my mom to smell. Um, she also told me that there's the ghost of a little girl in the house. So when he's come through, I almost keep calling him my name, but they're telling me I'm not supposed to say this. Anyway, when he comes, maybe he's not supposed to be here right now. Anyway, when he comes through, he has fears and concerns about a little girl. He's been concerned about the little ghost girl in that house. And he's worried about who's going to live with her because people can hurt we could do way more damage to spirits than they can do to us. And it was very sweet, but she's like giving me, tell me shit about the house behind this house. And it told me that somebody's trying to flip it. And okay. All right. Anyway, they're, um, they're, they're trying to tell me okay, stuff right now. Anyway, the, the woman died in there and then they cut down all of her trees in the front. She was dead in that house for three months. No one found her body. Oh my so sad. Gracious. She can't leave. She's real fucked up. And I was like, oh, There's a theme if I in move this in. Area here yep. About yep. People dying in their homes. Yep. And a, yep. A my, yep. My guy was only dead for three days. But um, so this one, she passed and it was bad. And she won't leave because she's so traumatized about them cutting down her oak trees. It broke my heart. If I move in there, my neighbor, my new neighbor, I'm not allowed to say any names apparently. Um, she and I are going to send everybody into the light. Not everybody. I think the little girl, sometimes that could be a bad, anyway, we'll do an episode on that sometime. Anyway, so she gives me all this fucking dirt. 
And um, mom and I, I do the thing I said I was going to do, what I talked about in, in our secrets episode. And then we leave. We go home. We're looking at pictures again. And I wanted it as much as I've ever wanted anything that night. And I couldn't shake it. I was like ravenous and I couldn't calm down. And I think that was like the result of when you do the thing I talked about in secrets. This is the price you pay when you do that shit to people or things. So we're looking at the photos and my mom goes, isn't that a vat of charcoal in that picture? And I'm like, holy shit. Cause I thought it was a litter box when I saw it and he didn't have cats, he had three dogs. My mom goes, that's where you were standing. I was standing on the other side exactly where he dropped dead when they hit me with that stink. And I think too, it's him hitting me with it. He wasn't even a spiritualist. He made fun of all of them. He was a scientist, which I thought he was both, but um, he's there. And I'll tell you another thing about him. He might not have been a spiritualist. He might not have been going to spiritualist church or whatever. Maybe it's just the essence of Casadega. I am allowed to tell you guys something. Casadega is going to be like Austin, Texas in about a decade. So don't fucking buy my house, but think about moving there, everybody. If that's your jam, I saw coffee shops. I saw like yoga studios. I saw all these things. And right now there's like nothing. There's just the hotel. But um, anyway, what was I saying about the vat of charcoal? Him, oh, him giving me the, the odor. He keeps saying to me, like, are you sure about this house? And it's like, yeah, motherfucker. I done did put an offer on it, okay? I'm sure. Okay, so I guess we wait and see. Yeah, very exciting. And I don't mind him and the child hanging around. But yeah, oh, that's the thing I was gonna say. He moves back and forth very easily. He comes in and out very easily. So I don't know if that's the result of living in Casadega for seven years before you die or what, but- It just reminds me of that song, cruising. You know that song? (laughs) Yes. Cruising. He's He's just out there like cruising. Um, yeah. Well, that's, well, that's really cool stuff. I uh, I'm totally off the house, uh, ha- the house hunting thing, but um, I'm on to baseball cards now. You know. I'm coming um, back to LA. I'm not staying, but I I know that I need to get my foot in the door there now. Yeah. So. I mean, buying a house still sounds really rad. I am. As we record this, I am I. I'm mere days away from being completely out of credit card debt so wow that's amazing ryan I think it's gonna be maybe two weeks from now at the the latest i'm hoping um and wow. that's even with like other money things you know suddenly kind of stopping and disappearing unexpectedly so uh, i've just been trying to buckle down but so yeah it's all good things and then once that happens it is like it's on like donkey kong mm-hmm, once i have mm-hmm. no credit card debt it's like hell yeah like donkey kong well let's um, i keep let's read oh, review. I was say. oh yeah yeah i keep getting really good everybody enjoyed this um i keep getting really great downloads about travel like this has all been the last um 24 hours about being able to like be in the sun and stuff again and be on planes so and i see that in readings all the time for next year so it, things are looking really good you guys don't be super sad everything's gonna be okay okay this review, I love it so much. Not just because it says that we're their favorite, but that always makes me super happy. Absolutely love this podcast by Say1215. I hope that's your birthday because that would make you a Sagittarius. This is my all-time favorite podcast, exclamation point. Angela and Ryan have such great chemistry and make every episode so fun to listen to. 
If you are interested in all things witchy and weird, this is the podcast for you, exclamation point. She probably is a Sag. They are both very knowledgeable and I can't recommend the podcast enough. Another exclamation point. You've got to be December 15th. Anyway, thank you. I love that. And sorry, I said she, I just am getting a download, but that's how you identify. And if I'm wrong, please forgive me. That's very <laughs> I cool. really thank try you. to say they. Thank you very much for that wonderful review. We appreciate you listening. We also appreciate the patrons, patreon.com backslash uh, where magic happens. Um, or it's something like that. Just search. This is where the something magic like that. And you'll, find we got to have a watch party. Yes, We're we do for a watch party. Um, and then book club is next. I will be, um, in my car traveling across the country, uh, all of next week. So, um, we'll maybe not this weekend, but next, how about that? Right. Potentially this weekend you're traveling or two weekends. I'm, I'm thinking like, well, no, that's Halloween probably weekend, but guys, if you, are listening to this on Wednesday or third or Thursday or Friday before Saturday, please message me on Instagram or email me and tell me if there's something fucking phenomenal in Sedona that I should not miss. I am oh, going with somebody I mean, who's been there before, but okay. Yeah. Then you're, Oh, I, uh, there's so much in Sedona anyway. Really? Um, well, think of your top three too and much to do in a day. Text them to me. Um, and also you have to walk around. You just, you, you do have to do the touristy thing where you walk around all the mm -hmm. shops area. Yeah, we're going to do that. You just have to do that because it's just so fun. Cause then you can also walk down this trail that has a bunch of like placards on signs that shows you, Woo! excuse me, like all the old Western television and movie stuff that was filmed there. And like for the last 150, 200 years or whatever. Wow. How long has TV been around? Not 200 years. Meh. Um, a but like movies have been longer than TV, but um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of Hollywood history out there. Mm -hmm. It's really it, so I really dug that, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. But you don't need to do a chopper ride, a helicopter, or any of that shit. No, um, never. I'm but anyway, okay, um, so thank you to this the isn't patrons. succession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need telling to. my cousin about that. We don't need a yacht or a helicopter ride to enjoy a beautiful destination. No, you do not. Um, oh. What did I? Oh no, no! I'm gonna have some more shows. <laughs> I'm gonna have some more shows, uh, stand-up comedy shows. I'll be doing, but I'll announce those later once I lock them in. But I think it is really gonna be only maybe one more weekend I do this year, and it'll probably cool. be in Dayton, Ohio, uh, around the holidays. So, um, but thanks again. I mean, I talk about remembering what it like what it's like to be a person again. Um, I felt like that after this weekend. So that was nice. Oh, that's how I feel too. That's how I feel too. Just being around uh, like other energies. You, it's hard to recharge without them. It sure is. I'm so glad those cats didn't give me toxoplasmosis because this is not the life for me. TBD. And um, <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> Better than TBC, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh shoot, we didn't talk about that, but. Since I'm going to be in my car all week, do we need to get a guest host for next week? Maybe. I got okay. a couple fabulous witches lined up. So okay. just let me know. We'll have to talk about God. that. So. I'll have to draw yeah. straws. I have so many. But we'll see you next <laughs> week. Uh, we'll see you next week or I'll see you in two weeks or whatever it is. Um, the uh, In the meantime, just remember. This shit is real. Yeah.